Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. This is where Montana Talks. All right. Yeah. Hey, if you go to our our Montana Talks website, I should probably give you a quick uh, look at some of the stories that we've got on our Montana Talks website right now. Uh, Let's see. uh, uh, First, a Montana Highway Patrol trooper receives the Medal of Valor. Uh, Great news story here. Montana Highway Patrol trooper Thomas Tafoya receiving the Medal of Valor, the agency's highest award. To qualify for the award, troopers must show an act of heroism and bravery, knowingly expose themselves to obvious life-threatening peril, or react to a situation without regard for personal safety to affect aid or rescue. Back on March 18th of 2023, Trooper Tafoya responded to a call from uh, dispatch uh, that, that a sheriff's office in Idaho was pursuing suspects from an armed robbery that occurred in Idaho. Uh, Idaho State Patrol reached out to the Montana Highway Patrol, and uh, and we interdicted uh, at the top of Lookout Pass at St. Regis, according to Attorney General Austin Knutson. That turned into a hostage situation, a uh, horrible deal. He says he remembers it very vividly because he was right in the middle of the legislative session, and uh, in the span of about 12 hours, uh, we had three different active shooter situations, but this uh, by far was was the worst one. And uh, let's see, the report goes on to continue here about this hostage situation and how Trooper Tafoya uh, basically exited his patrol vehicle. The suspect began shooting, ran around the back of the buildings. Trooper Tafoya moved into an alley and began to move to the back of the buildings as civilians began began running down the alley toward him. Uh, Trooper Tafoya assisted the civilians and then moved down the alley again. Uh, when the suspect came out of the front of the travel center holding a gun to the head of a hostage, Trooper Tafoya immediately moved toward them and found cover. The suspect moved to the hostage's car and then shot him. Trooper Tafoya and several deputies fired, ultimately killing uh, the suspect. But, uh, but yeah, see the praise from uh, Attorney General Austin Knutson and uh, Colonel Lavin, the head of the Montana Highway Patrol. We've got a full story on our Montana Talks website right now. Uh, plus a thank you uh, to a late Missoula police sergeant from our friend Peter Christian in Missoula. Uh, what's the story about the, the Montana girl being transitioned in state care? I did another write-up on that story. We covered that one for you yesterday on this show. Uh, and then another big story. What is it with all of the illegal aliens in Bozeman, Montana? What is it with all of the ICE holds? Why are there so many Immigration and Customs Enforcement uh, detainees in the jail in Bozeman right now. Now, they could be legally in this country or they could be illegally in this country and be on an ice hold. But but uh, yeah, here we go again. Yet another criminal suspect behind bars in Bozeman, Montana on an ice hold. There was a Bozeman Daily Chronicle story that came out just a few days ago uh, talking about a Honduran man who attempted to, to stab, uh, and I think even did, uh, there were some lacerations on this construction worker, attempted to stab a, stab a construction foreman at a hotel in Belgrade. I reached out to the Gallatin County's attorney's office. That Honduran man is on an ice hold in the jail right now as well. The guy who tried to stab a construction worker, a construction foreman at a Belgrade hotel. Here is your Montana news. I'm happy to report that Luna DeLisle from Sydney has been found and she is safe, according to local police and color aid. Thanks everyone for keeping an eye out for her. 
Now, if you are driving an older Toyota vehicle, there is an urgent recall over airbags. The car company has warned that if the airbags activate improperly, a part inside the mechanism will probably explode. This would propel metal shards into the body, causing serious injury or even fatality. Ashley Warren with KGVO reports this serious recall affects the following cars. The 2003 to 2004 Corolla and Corolla Matrix and the 2004 to 2005 RAV4. The repair or replacement of the airbags will not cost the owner anything. This recall adds to the list of cars with the Takata airbags. That's the Montana News Minute. I'm Travis Lee. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. With sunny skies across the area for today, highs will range from the mid upper 50s in Bozeman to about 62 in the Billings area. For tonight, we can expect clear to partly cloudy skies. Lows from around the lower 30s. And the outlook for Thursday does call for sunshine and some developing clouds with highs ranging in the mid and upper 50s. Partly to mostly cloudy skies expected Thursday night. This is weatherology meteorologist Paul Trombley. So on the way back from the SHOT Show in Las Vegas, I listened to about an hour and a half long podcast from Canadian psychologist Jordan Peterson talking with the farmers in Europe. Absolutely fascinating. Hit some of the high points on Tuesday's Montana Talks. But we got another big show coming up for you on Wednesday. Montana Congressman Ryan Zinke speaking out clearly against this sham of a border bill in the U.S. Senate. He's going to kick off the hour and a lot more to come. Montana Talks statewide, 9 to 10, Wednesday, right here. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, if, if you missed it earlier, uh, Fox News interviewed uh, the family members, the mom and dad of one of our, our brave soldiers that was killed um, by this Iranian proxy attack in Jordan uh, at the outpost uh, on the Syrian border. And, and this family, I'll tell you what, there were uh, three soldiers from Georgia. They were Army reservists in Georgia who were killed in that attack over the weekend. And and this mom and dad, I, I shared the full uh, video via Twitter. You go to x.com slash Aaron Flint. Just remarkable the way they stayed so poised uh, in the midst of incredible grief and incredible loss that probably just truly hasn't even set in yet. Uh, and, uh, and in fact, I, ju- I just saw somebody somebody uh, commented on that. Let's see here. Richard Gates commented on this uh, on that video. Uh, Parents of soldier killed in Jordan reflect on their daughter's life saying, I just miss her. Uh, and they haven't even gotten to see her remains yet. But uh, Richard Gates said this. Uh, he says, I have never witnessed such grace under adverse conditions as these grieving parents. They chose to honor their daughter by publicly supporting her fellow soldiers and the country for which uh, she represents and died. Uh, uh, thanks, Richard, for, the, for that message via Twitter. Uh, and, and apparently the, the other uh, uh, soldier, uh, one of the other soldiers who was killed, uh, uh, the other uh, a female soldier that was killed was practically her best friend. So just sad news for, for a lot of families uh, uh, this morning, but really for our entire country. Now the question is, what are they going to do about it? We've seen repeated and continued attacks on American troops and American interests and the, and the complete shutdown of of 
of commercial vessels through the Red Sea, and, and which is just insane uh, that that, uh, that that they're allowing Iran to get away with this. Let's see. Uh, KT McFarland was deputy national security advisor under President Trump and uh, has some bona fides going back decades. I want to I want to share what she had to say here. Uh, but first, here's Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton, uh, a fellow uh, combat veteran as well. There has to be devastating military retaliation for the targeting of American troops in Jordan, a friendly nation across international borders, leaving three dead Americans and more than three dozen wounded. And some of those, Bill, are, are in grave critical condition as well. This is not an anomaly for Iran. This is what they've been doing for 45 years, but they have amped it up under Joe Biden and before him, Barack Obama, because the Obama-Biden foreign policy has been one of appeasement and conciliation. We have to totally reverse that policy, starting with retaliatory strikes right now and continuing beyond that to ensure that we're no longer trying to bribe the Ayatollahs with billions of dollars. We're not looking the other way whenever they cheat on sanctions. And we're certainly not going to tolerate even the slightest provocation against our troops in the Middle East. Anything else will simply invite more attacks. All right. Now, KT McFarland, who is Deputy National Security Advisor under President Trump, we've gotten a chance to chat with her here on Montana Talks before. And then her bona fides, I think she goes back to the Reagan administration, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but KT McFarland basically says we've got three options when it comes to Iran and their proxies. You know, first of all, the spokesman out of the White House and out of the Pentagon should not keep saying, well, we don't seek a war, we don't seek a war. Their first response was three Americans have died mm -hmm. and all, and we are going to respond and all options are on the table. Because by saying we don't seek a war, I mean, really, they, they're at war with us. And as far as I see it, Martha, there are three options. You continue to do what the administration has done, which is not much. Um, you then, a second option, option two, would be to attack the facilities of the proxies, whether they're in Yemen, Lebanon, Syria, Iraq, or all of the above. And then finally, option three would be to attack Iran. And I know some people think, oh, well, let's go, we're at war with Iran, let's go attack Iran. I'm much more in favor of uh, a robust option 2.5 to take out all of the proxy forces and all the proxy facilities in those places. Not just degrade them 20, 30%, take them out. And then use economic power that we could impose on Iran by reimposing the sanctions. Don't let Iran sell oil abroad. And then shove the price of oil down and bankrupt Iran. And then finally, whatever we do, the administration is now toying with the idea of they're going to maybe withhold military equipment from Israel to force Israel to the negotiating table or to force Israel to do something. That's exactly the wrong message. Because Iran has two objectives and has had two objectives for 45 years. Get the United States out of the Middle East and destroy Israel. I think it was the Disney family in Libby, Montana. They sent me an email and they said, hey, what, what's the deal here? You you would think that the military, would, that the Pentagon would have plans ready to roll. Because how long have we been dealing with our, Iran and their proxies? You would think they would have plans ready to roll to immediately respond uh, to, to this, these types of attacks. And, and my response back to them was, well, yeah, I'm assuming they do. Uh, it's just they're not allowed to do uh, by the Biden administration. I, the easiest thing is to just take away their oil money that Joe Biden gave them and John Tester gave them in the first place. That seems like the easiest response. All right, we've got a great guest coming up right after our next break here on Montana Talks. It's uh, somebody I wanted to talk to during the SHOT Show uh, last week, but they'll be coming up right after this. Uh, hey, it's, it's going to be February already tomorrow, if, if you can believe it. How many of you 
you piled on some extra pounds over the holidays. I, I, I put on a couple extra pounds over the holidays, too. So that's why I'm doing my tune-up through Billings last night. But how many of you said, you know what, I'm going to do, I'm, I'm going to work it off. I'm going to work it out. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to put that Britney Spears, you better work on in the background. <laughs> and, and you thought you could work it off. You thought that if you just work out harder, if you just run further, faster, you could work off those pounds. And it didn't work. You got hungrier, you ate more, and and you, or, and you just put on more pounds after hitting the gym. It's a good thing to go to the gym. But here's the deal. If you really want to lose the weight and you want to lose that weight fast and maintain your muscle mass, give a call to our friends Billings Last Diet, 294-6751, or check out BillingsLastDiet.com. I, I've been doing my tune-up, and it's been working out great, shedding those holiday pounds like crazy. This is where Montana talks at. With Lane Nordland. Well, as the cattle industry convention continues here in Orlando, Florida, a big report is coming out in conjunction with the cattle industry convention. That being USDA's cattle inventory report. It will shed light to the number of cattle that are outside feedlots and available for future placement as well. Mike McConnell is a USDA livestock analyst. We've been at a uh, at part of the, in the cattle cycle where inventories have been relatively tight, particularly with the high placements that we've seen. It'll be interesting to see the amount of cattle that are still remained uh, in the herd that haven't been placed and whether or not and the implications that that has for the entire supply chain and prices for feeder cattle, as well as fed cattle and wholesale beef prices. It's also going to be interesting to see what's happening with heifers. We've seen a relatively high ratio of heifers being placed in the feedlots. Um, some of this might be due to weather conditions uh, and, and dryness that's taken place in some parts of the country. And some of them might be due to the fact that there have been strong uh, prices for feeder cattle, um, incentivizing producers to market their heifers for feedlots rather than retain them for breeding. So that's going to be an important indicator that we'll be paying attention to in the cattle report to get a sense of where the, the breeding herd is and the indications for cattle supplies, not just for this year, but for the next couple of years. That report comes out Wednesday afternoon. I'm Lane Northland. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. This is where Montana Talks. I got some great messages, some great questions that have come in regarding that big story uh, that I shared with you on our Montana Talks website that I mentioned earlier this hour of the show. The Honduran man who tried to stab and allegedly tried to stab and kill that construction foreman at a hotel in Belgrade, Montana. That Honduran man uh, is in jail on deliberate homicide charges, on attempted deliberate homicide charges, uh, I should clarify there. Uh, and and what I was what wasn't included in the Bozeman Daily Chronicle story was his immigration status. So I reached out to the Gallatin County Attorney's Office and said, "Hey, do we know is he here legally on a work permit? Was he here illegally?" And they they said that they would not comment at this time uh, with regard to his immigration status, but that he is on an ice hold at the jail in in bozeman so uh so anyway i got three great messages that came in a couple of good questions as well i want to get to here but first uh we got a great guest on the phone lines with us here you know i was thinking if you were down at the shot show in las vegas last week or if you heard some of our coverage from the shot show in vegas last week there was a lot of guns and gear 
that you might want to stock up on. But how are you going to keep the guns and the gear safe? Some of you might be wondering about wondering about that with the guns and the gear that you've already got in your house right now, especially with some of the rising crime in, in some of our bigger towns here in Montana. Uh, well, we've got uh, Kim Elhard with Northwest Safe in Bozeman uh, with us right now. Kim, thanks for joining us this morning. Great to chat with you. Thanks, Aaron. Good morning. Good morning. So when we think about, you know, guns and gear, keeping our guns and gear safe, uh, there's all sorts of safe options for you, whether it's just a small safe that, that can fit your little pistol or some, some pretty massive safes that can fit your shotguns, your family heirlooms, your rifles, you name it, like all sorts of stuff, right? But it's not just for guns and gear. Um, uh, you were telling me one of the things that you keep safe is your grandmother's baby rattle from 1936 that's pretty cool yeah that's that's right um she brought it over after the war came over after the war with my grandpa um they were married and uh it's just something she's always kept sacred and she gave it to my daughter after she was born last year and um so yeah it's definitely something that i don't necessarily want her playing with so it stays nice and safe in the safe what is it how would you describe that your grandma's baby rattle um, it's silver, and um, it has her name engraved on it, and then the handle is wood, so uh, very fragile. Wow, that's got to be very cool. You'll have to send me a photo of that if you can. That'd be that'd be cool to see. Yeah, and that's just that's just a reminder that hey, obviously if you've got guns, you want to keep them safe. You you want to keep them safe from kids, and you want to keep them safe from potential uh, criminals and thieves. You don't want to make yourself a target. There, it, it's incredible the, the just the 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 incredible amount of different safes that are out there right now. Because uh, I mean, just give us a sampling of what you guys offer at Northwest Safe of Bozeman, for example. Absolutely, Aaron. Um, our showroom um, has over fifty safes on display. So everything from quick access small pistol safes that you might have by your bedside. Um, and then smaller home safes that you're looking to use as a nightstand or maybe have put in your closet. And then all the way up to our largest safe is, um, the largest residential safe, excuse me, is a Master 75, and it is 75 cubic feet. So it is going to hold about 65 guns. And um, we also do vault doors. So we go even bigger and go all the way to a vault door, whether you have an existing room or you have um, plans in your home to to build that into the, the home um, itself, I guess. And uh, we, we fully install the door for you. That's incredible. So, like, so you have like this James Bond vault style door. Uh, I, I want like noises when it opens to, you know, <laughs> straight out of a James Bond movie or something. That would be cool. And there's some people in the Bozeman area that got enough. They, they got that many guns and and have the funds to uh, to install something like that too. Right. Yeah, we've definitely done quite a few of them. In fact, to get into our showroom, you have to walk walk through a vault door. So we have a few on display, and we go over all the different options that you can do. And um, for the most part, we only sell American-made. That's so awesome. Majority of our products, Browning, um, Champion, Superior, Liberty, Vault-Tec, um, are some of our big-name brands. 
there's a there's a bank up in Kalispell that, that's still family owned, and it's a cool location. We've done our show uh, from there uh, when we take our show out on the town, and and in this uh, family owned bank, they still have the original vault from you know a hundred plus years ago, and it's so cool to see. and And he's a collector of, of antique firearms too, so he's kind of got those on display. All right, hold that thought, Kim Elhard with Northwest Safe in Bozeman. And we'll come back to you right after this Fox News update here in just 60 seconds. And then uh, coming up after uh, after that, we've got Tanya Powers, uh, Elon Musk, uh, the first brain chip uh, put in a, a human subject. That's a crazy story. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. A late night House Homeland Committee Security uh, Homeland Security Committee voted advances articles of impeachment against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Chairman Mark Green accused Mayorkas of refusing to enforce immigration laws. It's actually willful. This isn't about actually solving the problem for my Republican colleagues. It is about having an issue. Congressman Seth Magaziner urged Republicans to instead stop blocking legislation to address problems at the border. Fox's Carmen Roberts. A Delaware judge sides with suing shareholders and kills Elon Musk's $56 billion Tesla pay package. Kathleen McCormick, in her decision calling the process leading to the approval deeply flawed, citing the billionaire's close relationship to Tesla's board. After the ruling, Musk tweeted, never incorporate your company in the state of Delaware. Fox's Lillian Wu. America's listening to Fox News. Yeah, if you want to drop in and see that vault entrance and all the various safes uh, that they uh, they can offer up for you at Northwest Safe of Bozeman, located right off of I-90. So just a short drive from downtown Bozeman. Uh, Kim, again, great to have you on the show this morning. I wanted to sneak you on during our shop show coverage last week, but it was a little crazy. But, hey, we can catch up anytime, so this works out well. One thing I've heard about, you know, the Bozeman Big Sky area in particular, you know, we've been talking about illegal aliens and, and, and some of the crime and the drug cartels. Uh, I, uh, from what I've heard is that some of these uh, illegals and, and just criminals in general have been targeting they, – they know that there's second homeowners, you know, people that might live in Bozeman, you know, part-time, uh, part-time of the year. And, and some of those homes are being particularly targeted by criminals. And so that's where having a good safe is really key. Absolutely, Aaron. Yeah. And we, we like to say that we have the safe for everyone. We have your – your more economical safe that you're looking to just keep the kids out all the way up to commercial grade safes where um, it's a TL rated safe, meaning it's tool rated. So it's going to, it's been tested against grinders, torches and more. And so um, it's going to take a criminal uh, a really long time or they're going to have to come very prepared in order to get into that safe. Yeah. Don't make yourself a target. Uh, don't make yourself a target. That's the key here. And some people might think, man, I'd love to get one of those big, massive safes for all my guns. But man, what, what if I got to move? How am I going to move that stinking thing? You guys even move uh, these larger safes for folks if if they have to move, right? That's right, Aaron. Yeah, we specialize in moving safes. So the commercial grade as well as the um, residential. And even if you didn't buy from us, we we still move a ton of safes. What's your favorite safe? I mean, other than the vault uh, entry, of course. Ooh, it's definitely the Superior. Um, it's made in Utah, in Provo, Utah, and Superior. Um, they are hand-painted and completely handmade with American-made steel as well, not imported steel. And just the two-tone gloss finish is absolutely gorgeous. 
Wow. Yeah, very cool. It's it, it's kind of funny because the safe itself can be like a piece of art in the, in the home, like a piece of, 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 of nice furniture. It, it's like an, an accent on, on a nice home. For those who can afford it, I, I'm definitely on the more economical side of the house. But I love just, you know, the biometric stuff where, you know, hey, with a fingerprint, you can open up your safe and quickly retrieve your pistol. Yeah, that's the only thing that we do. Um, we have a locksmith, uh, my husband. And so if you want to change your lock or you're having issues with your existing lock, we can also come out and help you with that. Hey, and people are going to have their tax returns coming here shortly. So good opportunity uh, coming up to check out Northwest Safe of Bozeman. Kim, great to have you on the show. Thanks for calling in this morning. Appreciate it, Aaron. Yeah. All right. Look forward to seeing you soon. Quick break here on Montana Talks. Uh, we, we had a caller yesterday in the eight o'clock hour and just kind of just a, a curveball out of left field or, or right field, if you want to call that. He said, hey, and he started talking about Elon Musk and this Neuralink and this brain chip. And, and we're like, oh, OK, cool, man. Uh, all right. So what are you saying? But it's actually a very interesting story. Elon Musk announces Neuralink has implanted its creepy brain chip into a human. That story next. Saving you money, I'm Hillary Barsky. You can start collecting your Social Security retirement benefits as early as 62, and the majority of retirees do start around that age or 63. According to The Motley Fool, the move to receive them early makes good sense for people who simply need the money or if they have not saved as much as needed. Another good reason, if you're not in the best health which might impact your lifespan or if the stock market starts to tumble near your retirement date you might not want to be selling some stock at a low point if you do delay starting to collect social security you might get more in total most workers today have a full retirement age of 66 or 67 and for every year that you delay getting your benefits up to the age of 70 they will increase around eight percent it's best to read up on your options social security is likely to deliver a big chunk of your retirement income so it pays to learn more about it. Saving you money, Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Why did the New York Stock Exchange pull back on their natural asset companies proposal or this NAC proposal? Because the cockroaches do not like the sunlight. That's what Montana's Attorney General Austin Knutson had to say at the SHOT Show last week. During an Attorney's General forum, there were several other Republican AGs. Check out that full story, including what Utah's Attorney General Sean Reyes had to say. Full story, go to montanatalks.com or download the app on your phone. Taking your calls live, 406-294-0970. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, I'll get to your messages in just a second and your questions with regard to the Honduran man in jail on an ice hold in Bozeman uh, for attempted deliberate homicide. I'll get to that here in in uh, just a second. But first, yeah, yesterday in the 8 o'clock hour, man, we, we had John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter. We were talking about everything from the 2024 elections, the big Senate race here in Montana, and, and all sorts of stuff under the sun. And, and then we get this call that was, you know, kind of random, but hey, that's part of the fun. We take random phone calls here on the show. And uh, this guy in the flathead's like, yeah, Elon Musk and brain chips and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and we're like, okay, so 
I mean, it's an interesting story, but we were kind of like, what's your point? Uh, and he was just kind of freaked out by it, uh, which you could it, understandably so. I mean, it just sounds crazy. But what's the story here? Elon Musk's Neuralink implants brain chip in its first human subject. Tanya Powers with Fox News Radio has the story for us. Tanya, great to have you back. Sure. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so what's the story here? I mean, it, it sounds kind of creepy, but uh, then again, there's all sorts of crazy stuff going on out there now. Well, this could be a game changer for people with limited motor function. And let me explain what Neuralink is and, and does. Um, it is an Elon Musk company, and <clears throat> they have successfully at this point implanted a brain chip in a human in a preliminary clinical trial. The operation was on Sunday, and uh, Elon Musk said in a post on X yesterday that the patient who got the implant is recovering well. Now, what does the brain chip do? Let me explain. Um, the FDA, back in May of last year, approved Neuralink for human trials for this chip. They've been using this in, in testing on animals for years. Now they want to, to do this in humans, which is why they implanted the one in, in a human as of Sunday. They Once they got approved by the FDA to start this clinical trial for humans, they started recruiting patients with quadriplegia that was caused by cervical uh, spinal cord injury or ALS. So these are the people that they were, were wanting for their study is to, you know, to get people who had, like I said, quadriplegia um, due to these, these things. Here's what happens. These trial patients have a chip surgically placed in the part of the brain that controls the intention to move, the part of your brain that tells parts of your body to move. Okay, let's get up. Let's move an arm. Let's whatever. Um, the chip is installed by a robot. It will then record and send brain signals to an app. The initial goal is for people to have the ability to control a computer cursor or a keyboard using only their thoughts. Um, if this works, it would be a very big deal for the people who, like I said, have limited motor function. Um, and, you know, the, the parameters of this, obviously, you know, it remains to be seen as to how well it works, if it works at all. Um, you know, what has to be done, what's the criteria for it to, to be able to work in humans. All of this has to be figured out during this clinical study. But that's where things are right now. They just put the first one in a human as of last weekend. How well it's going to work remains to be seen. Yeah, that's very interesting. So a, a less creepy way to think of this then is uh, I saw this BBC News report that Breitbart was reporting on. The goal is to create a wireless device capable of recording and stimulating brain activity as a way to potentially treat neurological conditions. And we have some great neurologists uh, in Billings, for example, at our at our hospitals. Uh, so so I think of a, a less creepy way to think of this because people hear brain chip and robots and implants. Oh, uh, if I think of it kind of like uh, a pacemaker, you know, something that would be implanted into your body to help your heart, if you think of it in, in that sort of a standpoint. But, of course, we're dealing with the brain, so so the, the potential implications for, for what it could do uh, down the road are, are even much greater than something as simple as a pacemaker, right? Right. I mean, and remember, you know, at one point, pacemakers were probably considered pretty radical things. I mean, oh, wait, you want to put something in, in me to mess with my heart? What? You know, I mean, if you think about medical technology and scientific, you know, advancements, 
over the years, some of these have sounded just like pipe dreams when we first heard about them. I mean, remember when when uh, we first started hearing about LASIK, which is, you know, now pretty common. You know, <laughs> a lot of people have had that surgery. It's, you know, it's not it's not as, as weird as we might have thought it was at first. But, I mean, the idea of, yeah, we're just going to go in and we're going to fix your eye where you don't have glasses anymore. I mean, that sounded kind of, you know, out there when we first heard about it. And now it's done all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, you just kind of have to think back, okay, you know, what kind of advancements do we now take for granted? Um, you know, I'm not saying that this is going to be, you know, to that point, you know, even in our lifetime, if it works. But, you know, it is an advancement. And this is not the only company or entity that's doing this. There are others, other researchers working in this field. Um, last year, there were Swiss researchers that combined artificial intelligence and brain and spine implants to help a paralyzed man walk. Um, there have been other instances where uh, a woman who had, uh, you know, her, her throat was basically paralyzed. She had lost, you know, complete control over her voice box and couldn't speak anymore. They did, there, was, there were researchers that worked with her uh, with, you know, implants as well to give her the ability to, you know, control her uh, keyboard with, you know, her thoughts basically and be able to communicate through a computer avatar. So, I mean, it, there have been advancements in this field already. It's just it's just like a little bit at a time here. You, you talk about how we take so many of these things for granted, and I, I kind of had to laugh at myself there because I said, well, you know, something as simple as a pacemaker, there's nothing, as our right. cardiologist would explain, there's nothing simple about it. It's just that we've gotten so right. used to it that we think it's the simple thing because it's it's just, you know, now it's like we just take it for granted. So I had to kind of laugh at myself for that line. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. The other thing that's interesting, and if you got to run, Tanya, uh, please let me know. I know you probably got a, a bunch of interviews and, and things that you've got to do here. But uh, so, and, and, and you mentioned this that apparently Elon Musk stated on X that the first Neuralink product will be called Telepathy and will allow users to control devices like phones or computers simply by thinking. Now, that that could be crazy because if it starts, you know, you know, typing out every thought that people are thinking, oh, man, all sorts of crazy stuff would come out. I mean, I say all sorts of crazy stuff, even even with, uh, you know, trying to with some sort of a barrier <laughs> from from thought to mouth. Right. Yeah. I mean, that it is like I said, the initial goal is to give people the ability to, you know, control a keyboard with their thoughts only, um, you know, which would would be a huge advancement. It could, like I said, it could also, uh, you know, depending on how that works, it could also bring about some really interesting results. It could go south pretty fast, uh, especially with some of us out there. Tanya Powers, uh, great to have you. Very interesting uh, getting your insight on this and breaking it down for us. So uh, thank you. Thank you very much for being with us. Of course, thanks for having me on. All right, yeah, looking looking at this uh, this uh, Breitbart news story talking about Elon Musk and and another one of his companies. Of course, Elon Musk now is the owner of Twitter, and and by the way, on the Twitter front, he says or X as it's called now, he says, "Do not register your company uh, or incorporate your company in the state of Delaware," uh, because you know they're there. You've now got some activist judge in Delaware. Uh, part of the ongoing weaponization of government. This activist judge in Delaware says, oh, oh well, yeah, that, that pay, uh, that salary that, that, that the board for, for Twitter or X, as it's called now, the, the pay that they gave to Elon Musk, yeah, he doesn't get it. They don't get to do that. It's his company. 
it's not. But some judge gets to decide. Oh no, no, that that's just not fair that he makes that much money. I mean, good night. This is America. But these judges are out of control. I tell you what. Uh, anyway, back to the story. So this telepathy thing. Um, while the techn- this is at the Breitbart report here. While the technology is still in the early research stages, Musk envisions it could eventually help paralyzed patients communicate faster than typing or even allow for, quote, symbiosis with artificial intelligence. And so, like I was thinking about, so like I had a, uh, one of my good friends in high school, for example, has cerebral palsy. And, and so, you know, there's, so cerebral palsy will affect people in different ways. But for him, he can't speak. He can't talk. He has to blink uh, for yes. So he has to try to communicate through yes or no questions by blinking or not blinking, right? And so would something like this in somebody who has cerebral palsy, for example, if they have this Neuralink chip, would they now be able to speak their full thoughts and, 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 and what incredible thoughts those would be if we got to hear those full thoughts. Uh, so anyways, it's kind of crazy when you, when you think about it from that standpoint as well. Uh, all right, let's see. Oh, I got to get to these messages here. So uh, let's see. When it comes to the Honduran man in jail in Bozeman on an ice hold after attempting to stab a construction worker at a Belgrade hotel, Morgan and Helena asks this question. Is ICE just releasing those on holds or even showing up for the holds? Yeah, what's the ICE hold process and what are they doing? Or is it like New York City where they just uh, put the illegal aliens back out on the streets after they beat up cops in New York City? Good question, Morgan. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. From your morning podcast to your afternoon playlist, State Farm knows you personalize your entire day. And that's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Fox News commentary. The NFL doubles down on woke with a pride night during Super Bowl week. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Stay on top of the latest forecast with America's weather team in the palm of your hands. Here's the latest from America's Weather Center. It's Fox weather updates throughout your busy day, every day. Five inches of rain by tomorrow. Temperatures being 30 degrees above average. Put the power of over 100 meteorologists and the worldwide resources of Fox in your hands with the Fox Weather Podcast. Precise, personal, powerful. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com. The Super Bowl has nothing to do with sexual preference, but the NFL didn't get that memo because here we go again. The league announced a night of pride will take place during Super Bowl week. The evening apparently aims to spotlight advances in the future of the LGBTQ inclusion in professional sports, as well as the NFL's commitment to LGBTQ former and current players. Oh, for the love of God, why does everything have to be about gay? It's football. Why do you need to commemorate gay inclusion with a special night? The best way to be inclusive in sports is to shut the hell up about all the things that make fans different and instead celebrate and focus on the game and the sport that brings us all together. The NFL is just so annoying this year. The Black National Anthem, the nonstop Taylor Swift cutaways, and now this. You know, it's a shock they even have time to play football anymore. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is Fearless at Outkick.com. Securing America. America lost a hero this past weekend as Captain Larry Taylor, who is the most recent recipient of the Congressional Medal of Honor, died after a long battle with cancer. 
Taylor was honored by President Biden this past September, recognized for his efforts as a helicopter pilot in Vietnam, where he rescued a four-man team totally surrounded by the Viet Cong in June of 1968. As Taylor was being inducted into the Pentagon's Hall of Heroes on the day he received the medal, he reflected on a question he would get asked a lot. What possessed you to do that? Uh, well, hell, it needed doing. Taylor also had a very pragmatic viewpoint of the actions he was honored for. I don't know what we could have done to make it any better. We didn't lose a man. And those men he rescued? They've become lifelong friends. Captain Larry Taylor was 81 years old. Be sure to check your local laws and regulations. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right, so we kicked off the 7 o'clock hour uh, sharing uh, the, de- the latest information that we've gotten, at least, regarding this Honduran man, this man from Honduras who allegedly uh, tried to stab multiple times a construction foreman uh, at a Belgrade, Montana hotel. And the guy is from Honduras, and apparently the, the construction worker uh, had some lacerations, but thankfully he had, you know, must have had one of those thick, uh, one of those thick construction jackets on with a with a high collar covering his neck because it sounds like this honduran man tried to cut his throat but thankfully he had something good kind of protecting his neck uh thankfully right and uh, by the way random uh hockey now for for kids hockey uh i i saw this somewhere they're gonna start requiring neck protection uh for kids playing hockey anyway sorry sorry to throw that random one out there but thankfully this guy apparently had some neck protection whatever coat he had on or whatever was was strong enough to stop this guy from slitting his throat. But the man from Honduras is is uh, in jail on an ice hold. When the Bozeman Data Chronicle did a story a few days ago about uh, this man being arrested, it, it said nothing about his immigration status, whether he's here legally on a work uh, permit or whether he's here illegally. So I threw the question to the Gallatin County Attorney's Office, and they said that, that while they would not comment at this time, on the immigration status of the man accused of attempted deliberate homicide, that uh, that they do, they would confirm that he is on an ice hold. Now you could be on an ice hold and and be in there and, and be illegal, or you could be on an ice hold and and be here on a work permit. Uh, apparently, I know the the Gallatin County Sheriff had referenced that in a previous news report. Uh, but John, uh, John, and uh, not sure which town John is is messaging us from. Uh, I think from Bozeman, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, anyway, John sent, sends this message. Good morning, Aaron. So why would ICE be involved if they were not, in fact, illegals? Or am I missing something? So let's tackle that question first, and then he's got another question. Uh, this is this is my assumption here, John. Um, I do not know the actual ICE process. I should get that. That former ICE state director, John Fabricatori, on this show to, to walk us through this, these types of questions. That, that would be interesting. But here's my assumption. My assumption is that if you are in this country illegally, obviously they would put you on an ICE hold if you're you know, trying to murder somebody or you did murder somebody. And there's a lot of criminals in the jail in Bozeman that are illegal aliens right now. And apparently some that are not illegals but are on an ICE hold also, according to the sheriff. So why would ICE be involved if they're not illegal? 
my assumption here is that when they get the the visa or the permit to work in this country, there's some strings attached to that, as there should be. And so if you get in some legal trouble, that uh, likely uh, would and should affect your 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 legal uh, status as well, right? So that's what I'm assuming is happening here. But somebody who's worked at, at ICE could probably fill us in. Second question John uh, shared with us here. Also, I'm just going to assume that the person that drove the wrong way on the interstate on January 1st, 4th and killed the young Belgrade girl is also being held by ICE. Last I heard, John, from the Montana Highway Patrol is that uh, the suspect uh, involved in that uh, in that incident is a Montana resident. That's what, what I was able to confirm uh, through the Montana Highway Patrol. Now, Tim and Savage, Tim and Savage, oh, man. Uh, Brandon probably thinks he will appeal to the squad by going to East Palestine, thinking that he is showing up, so, showing support for the Palestinians. <laughs> That's in the six o'clock hour. We we heard the news about how uh, Joe Biden is finally going uh, going to East Palestine, Ohio. Finally, going to go show support for for Americans in East Palestine, Ohio. I don't know why he couldn't do that a year ago, like Donald Trump did, is beyond us, right? Uh, but maybe that's why Joe Biden is finally going. He thinks that he's going to show support for the Palestinians. He thinks he's going to the uh, the Palestinian areas, not to East Palestine, Ohio. That's hysterical. Great message there from Tim and Savage. Uh, by the way, the mayor of East Palestine is telling Joe, don't even come at this point, man. Why don't you wait till next year when you're no longer president? You can come here on your book tour. 